Hey, creep. I want to tell you a tale, if you're ready to hear it. It may not be pleasant. It may not end the way you want it to. But this story is gripping and as fascinating as it is shockingly horrifying. Are you ready? My name's Cole, and you're listening to Tales. Creeps, we are no strangers to 911 calls. I've covered them both on our Patreon, as well as here on the Tales by Cole True Crime podcast. While 911 calls are always traumatic, not all 911 calls leave quite so many questions as the one made by Brandon Lawson. If you're looking for a quick and easy episode where the police nab the bad guy with the help of a loving community, then I'm sorry to say, but this episode most likely won't end the way you want it to. As time passes, the unsolved mystery that exists around Brandon Lawson's disappearance and his 911 call only grows. To complicate matters, the 911 call itself isn't nearly as clear-cut and dry as we'd like it to be either, and lends itself to multiple interpretations, which set the investigation and the minds behind it running in multiple directions at once. And as much as I love the community of online mystery solvers, not even those communities have been able to make much headway in the case. On April 8th, 2013, Brandon Lawson and his girlfriend, who was the mother of his children, had an argument. Those are normal in a family. Arguments are often the way we show our love in frustrating and convoluted ways. If we didn't care for one another, there'd be nothing to argue over in the first place. Unfortunately, that argument set off a tragic and mystifying chain of events. After his argument with his girlfriend, Ledessa, Brandon got into his vehicle and left his San Angelo, Texas home, beginning his journey to his father's home. But within the hour after he had left his girlfriend, after their argument, Brandon Lawson called his brother Kyle to tell him that he had run out of gas and was now stuck on the side of the road. Once Brandon hung up on his brother Kyle, ending the call, he then dialed 911 for help. The modus operandi of a 911 call dispatcher is to try and derive as many helpful details from you in as short a time as possible. That's why when we do hear those calls, often the dispatcher comes across as short and curt, lacking empathy and generally disinterested or impolite. But in actuality, they're simply trying to systematically get as many details from every person who calls in as possible. And this is exactly what did not happen when Brandon Lawson called for help. It's believed that Brandon ran out of gas. This is an absolutely known fact, or at least a known fact if Brandon was telling the truth, which he had no reason to lie about. And because his vehicle ran out of gas, it had stalled on the roadside. It's also believed that when the call was made, Brandon was in the fields or the woods nearby the area his vehicle had stalled. But beyond that, it's completely up to interpretation as to what the emergency actually was. Shortly after Kyle Lawson received the phone call from his brother, both himself as well as his girlfriend Audrey arrived at Brandon's vehicle with a full gas can. 
but when they arrived, they weren't met by Brandon waiting by his vehicle as they had assumed they would. Instead, they were met by the sheriff deputy. The truck itself had been parked and left haphazardly, barely off the road that connected Bronte and San Angelo. The vehicle hadn't been driven off the road, nor had it been in a collision as there was no damage to the vehicle. The only thing amiss with the scene was that Brandon was nowhere to be found and had taken both his cell phone as well as his keys with him. The last time anyone ever spoke to Brandon Lawson was a phone call that Kyle had made to him as they arrived at his vehicle. Kyle had called Brandon to let him know that they had arrived with the gas. Kyle then heard Brandon respond by saying he was 10 minutes up the road and bleeding. Brandon also communicated to his brother that he could see them by his truck, but shortly after the phone went dead and Brandon Lawson simply disappeared. But creeps, we haven't spoken about the 911 call itself yet, have we? I won't be playing a recording of that call, as it's extremely hard to understand in full, so I will be reading it to you instead. What I will be reading is the most widely accepted translation of that call, although others exist that insist he said something entirely different. Because of that, a variety of different red string theories have popped up regarding this communication with the 911 call dispatcher as to what it is that he was trying to communicate. The only thing that is clear in the call is that Brandon needed help. Nine one one emergency. Yes, I'm in the middle of the field. Push some guys over right here, going towards Abilene on both sides. My truck ran out of gas. There's one car here got taken through woods. Please hurry. Okay, now run that by me. No, we're not talking to him. Uh, you ran into them. Okay. Got the first guy. Do you need an ambulance? Yeah, no, I, I need the cops. Is anyone hurt? Hello? Is anyone hurt? Hello? 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 During the 911 call, Brandon sounded distressed and winded. There is also an undeniable tone of urgency to his voice. Brandon had told his brother that he could visually make them out near his truck, but Brandon never reappeared. He had been so close to his vehicle that he could see his brother as well as his girlfriend, which means he was most likely close enough for them to hear him if he had shouted. But he never revealed himself and never turned up back at his vehicle where the sheriff's deputy as well as his brother and girlfriend waited. The keystone to this mystery lies in what happened after that final call between Brandon and Kyle ended. In the short distance between where Brandon was and where his vehicle sat at the side of the road. The pure nature of the phone call itself is so wide and open that it truly leaves almost too many possibilities, making an investigation into what was said and heard extremely difficult. In the background of the 911 call, for example, it is commonly thought that gunshots could be heard, but Kyle Lawson, Brandon's brother, believes that not to be the case, and that, in fact, the gunshots, as it were, 
were only the sounds of traffic crossing over the bridge over the Colorado River that just sat a short distance away. It is worth noting that no evidence of Brandon was ever found at or near the Colorado River or Colorado River banks. Using the interpretation of the gunshot-like sounds as in fact gunshots, could it be that Brandon had been shot and that's why he was bleeding? Could whoever have shot him simply driven up, thrown him in the back of the vehicle and driven off? Sure, that could be possible. But investigators don't consider there to be any foul play involved in Brandon Lawson's disappearance. That's hard to imagine, isn't it? That given the unsettling nature of that evening in Texas, that there was no foul play involved. But there is another possibility. One considered outcome is that once Kyle and everyone had left, Brandon Lawson came out of hiding and hitchhiked and simply disappeared on purpose. Brandon Lawson had recently cashed in on his 401k before disappearing, and he also had a warrant out for his arrest. And with that warrant, Brandon was faced with the possibility of potentially serving years of jail time. The argument between himself and his girlfriend had been intense and wrathful, and we know that he had left the home attempting to get away from his problems, if only for the night. But maybe the consideration should have been if he was intending to avoid his problems for the night, or rather simply to run away from them forever. When faced with that possibility, Brandon's family simply dismissed that scenario altogether. According to them, Brandon had served time before and was not afraid to do so again. He also had a steady job in the oil industry, and if he had cashed his 401k in order to get money to start a new life, then why had he never withdrawn his last paycheck from work? That, coupled with the idea that Brandon would leave his family altogether, made the theory seem extremely hollow for Brandon's loved ones to consider. Investigators conducted four physical searches for Brandon Lawson along the stretch of road in the surrounding area that he disappeared in. Those searches were extensive and involved the use of ATVs, helicopters, and cadaver dogs. But despite all of those resources being used in search for Brandon, his cell phone, truck keys, clothing, and body were never found. Brandon Lawson had recently gone through a drug relapse, which is what had ignited the argument between himself and his girlfriend Ledessa that evening. And at one point, Brandon had told Kyle that a group of people in his neighborhood were attempting to chase him out of town. Considering both points, perhaps the incoherent nature of his 911 call was due to drug-induced psychosis, coupled with full-blown paranoia. One thing is certain, though. Somewhere in this massive, wide, and open world we live in exist the answers to the questions left by Brandon Lawson and his disappearance. Perhaps it's down in the Bahamas or Mexico where Brandon escaped the troubles of life. Or maybe it's under a pile of rocks where his body was buried. As of this moment, there's no way to know. All we know is that somewhere, there must be an answer. If you or anyone you know has any information about Brandon's disappearance, please call the Coke County Sheriff's Department at 325-453-2717 or the Texas Department of Public Safety at 512-424-5074 and reference case number M1308005.
So creeps. That brings us to the end of our tale. If you enjoyed this episode and want more, please consider becoming a Patreon member by visiting patreon.com slash talesbycole, where we release a Patreon-exclusive podcast weekly for Patreon members generous enough to donate $5 or more. If you have some time on your hands, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. They are so incredibly important in getting these stories out there. And even more importantly, every five-star review gets me one step closer to moving out of my mother's basement. You can also join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Tales by Cole. This episode was written and narrated by me, Cole Weavers, and sound production and editing by Matt Black. Remember, creeps, take care of one another, stay safe, and don't forget to lock the doors.